Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 23rd, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the miracles of Jesus, and we've been in this series all year long. Since January 2nd to now, we've been learning about the miracles of Jesus. Well, I've covered every miracle that Jesus performed that's documented in the Bible. Now, there were others. The Bible says that, hey, have we been able to document all the things that Jesus did? There were not enough books in the world to be able to contain it. So I'm just telling you what's, what we found in the book. And so we covered all the miracles that are in the book. We've gleaned some things from it. We learned a lot of things from it. And now as I'm wrapping up this series this week, I want to communicate a few things to you. Well, the first thing that the Lord told me to communicate as we wrap up the series is the reality of his kingdom. If you didn't watch today's word from yesterday, you should go back and check it out. But I was talking about the kingdom of God. But matter of fact, say this out loud or put in the chat, the kingdom is now. There's this, the reality of God's kingdom and we're supposed to experience his kingdom and his, his kingdom now. And so there's this this kingdom of God reality that I am in the kingdom and the kingdom is in me. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. And as I walk out, what God wants me to walk out, I have to walk it out understanding that I have a kingdom that is not of this world, but the kingdom that is not of this world will manifest itself in this world in ways that people can see. So I'm going to flow in that vein again today. I want you to open up your heart to the reality of the kingdom of God. Put in the chat, I am a citizen of God's kingdom and the kingdom is now. Get ready to receive. The reason why I keep driving home the message that the kingdom is now is because I've already shared with you that many Christians, especially those that went before us, because of the, the harsh realities of what many people had to endure, especially within the African-American church in the United States, then they had what is, is coined as the doctrine of escapism, meaning that they were suffering down here and they never saw themselves experiencing anything but suffering down here. As a result, they their concept was I am going to heaven someday. I will experience God's best someday. So one glad morning, when this world is over, I'll fly away. Well, we're no longer, you know, we don't have to be submitted to that reality anymore. Well, we have to get an understanding that it is the will of God for us to go to heaven, but it is not the will of God for us to be miserable in the process. The father wants me to go to heaven, put this in the chat, but he also wants me to enjoy the ride. So he wants me to maximize my purpose and potential while I'm in the land of the living. So yes, am I going to heaven? Yeah, I'm going to heaven. I'm not even worried about that. But but now I'm supposed to experience God in a way that is uh, that will bring glory to his name on a regular basis, right? So, so as we get into this, there's a scripture that we've been looking at all year. I want us to go back to it again today. Psalms 126 and verse four, the Bible says, now Lord, do it again. This is something that we, we believe at our church is a season of refreshing and restoring right now for us. So this is a scripture we keep getting in our heart and meditating on it. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. I don't want us to have any dry area in our hearts, right? Put it in your in your in the chat or say it out loud. No dry areas for me. Any area of my life that had gone dry in this season, God is going to drench it again. We're talking about a fresh wind, a fresh fire, a fresh anointing. All right. So as we go into the reality of the kingdom, let me keep flowing in this, in this vein. Um, 
yesterday I was sharing with you that when Jesus was performing miracles on the earth, that the miracles were actually a representation of the kingdom of God, and they were like glimpses of the manifestation of heaven. I explained to you yesterday that in heaven, there's no sickness. In heaven, there's no disease. In heaven, there's no death. So in heaven, there are no sick people, no blind people, no deaf people, no mute people, and no dead people, right? None of that. And so when Jesus was manifesting the miracles, what he was actually doing was extending heaven to the earth. So if we understand that, and he was, and Jesus only had one message, say one message, put in the chat, Jesus only had one message. What was that one message? The kingdom of God is at hand. Everywhere he went, he was letting people know, hey, I'm here. I, it's almost like I need you to have a paradigm shift in your thinking. I, I don't I don't want you to think like down here. I want you to think like up there. The kingdom of God is at hand. And if you can shift your mentality, your mindset, your framework, your paradigm to this paradigm of the kingdom, that you are in the kingdom now. Not not when you die and go to heaven, you be in God's kingdom. No, you're in God's kingdom now. Say, I'm a, God, I'm a kingdom citizen now. If you are a kingdom citizen now, and there's a reality of God's kingdom now, then I'm supposed to extend his kingdom as an ambassador and a colonizer. I dealt with all of that. I'm going to expand on it again today. So to grasp the essence of this message, the kingdom of God, we must recognize that our God is just not some distant or disconnected deity, right? He's not just somebody that's out there that I'm supposed to worship. He's also a ruling king right? So yes, is he a deity? Of course, but he is also a ruling king. Well, what is he ruling over? He is ruling over a domain. Kingdom means the king's domain. His domain extends beyond the earth, but it also includes the earth. And so the king's domain includes the earth, but it's not limited to the earth. So God has this, this domain, and what, he's, what he wants is to extend his kingdom everywhere. So on the earth, we're supposed to be experiencing the kingdom of God. And so you and I, as citizens of the kingdom, are also supposed to be like colonizers, expend, advancing and extending the kingdom of God everywhere we go. As a king, God has supreme authority. As a king, he has no checks and balances. As a king, he makes decisions, and his decisions are final and immutable. So in his realm, God, which, which includes the earth, God's power goes unchallenged. So this is why God is not a president. God is not a prime minister. He's a king. So when God speaks something over your life, his word is final. Nobody can stop it. Like, you know, a president, like the president of the United States right now, Joe Biden, if you were to meet Joe Biden, I'm in Virginia right now, in Virginia, and Joe Biden says to you, oh, hey, uh, I want to put you in charge of this community, and I'm going to give you the community. I'm giving it to you. You can own it. So all oh, this whole community, thousands of acres is yours. Well, we would know that Joe Biden can say that all he wants. He can't. He doesn't have the power nor the authority to do that, right? Because he, he's a president, but there's checks and balances, and he doesn't have that type of power. But if God says, I'm giving you something, nobody can check him. Nobody can balance him. God is God. So he's a supreme authority. So when, when you understand that, your mindset is different. You, you actually go into the world with a different level of confidence because you're part of a kingdom that is not of this world, but you know that your kingdom that's not of this world is supposed to manifest in this world in ways that people can see. So Adam was actually the one that was given the first mandate to extend heaven to the earth. Adam failed, but Jesus came and Jesus succeeded 
where Adam failed. Jesus was extending heaven to the earth and he was extending and manifesting the kingdom of God now. Jesus manifested the kingdom of God, this kingdom that you cannot see, in ways that people could see every day. So part of the reason why he was performing miracles was because he was actually a representation of God's kingdom and manifesting the kingdom of God in ways that people can see. Now, let me, I'm a teacher, right? You know, if you watch today's word, you know I'm a teacher. So let me just take a minute to explain why I believe many people miss the fact that Jesus was the Messiah. So Jesus was the Messiah in the flesh. But the people, the Jewish religious leadership didn't think he was the Messiah because they expected the Messiah to come and establish a different type of kingdom. The Jews were under the captivity of the Romans. So they thought that if Jesus was the Messiah, then, and he's coming to establish a kingdom, that Jesus as the Messiah should have overthrown the Romans. So they were looking for a kingdom of this world. And Jesus was explaining, no, my kingdom is not of this world. So this is a kingdom, but it's not a kingdom of this world. So the reason why many of them missed the fact that Jesus was the Messiah was they wanted somebody to come and replace the Romans. And Jesus was like, no, my kingdom is a different type of kingdom. I'm not here to overthrow the Romans. I'm here to overtake everything, right? It's not just like, no, no, you're looking at this the wrong way. You have to shift your thinking. Put in the chat, I am shifting my thinking. Jesus's ministry was marked with this proclamation, the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand, but it was a spiritual kingdom, not an earthly kingdom. So through the miracles, Jesus was showcasing the kingdom. And through the miracles, Jesus was showcasing heaven's reality on this planet. He was saying, where I'm from, no sickness. Where I'm from, no disease. Oh, you can't see where I'm from. We don't have blind people. We ain't rolling like that. Let me manifest heaven on the earth. And so with each miracle, heaven was intersecting with the earth and he was grabbing heaven's reality and bringing down and demonstrating supernatural power. He had an authority that is not of this world. He had a kingdom that is not of this world. And the people that were looking for the Messiah, they missed it because they were looking for somebody to overthrow the Romans. And so it's not of this world. Listen, when you're in the kingdom and the kingdom is in you, it's not for you to go and replace somebody at your job. I'm taking them out. I'm doing this. Listen, no, it's for you to understand that your kingdom is not of this world. And so you're operating, being led by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will, will lead you to navigate the systems of this world. He will raise you up, give you influence to dominate the things of this world, but not to just move people out of the way or replace it. We're, we're not here to replace the things of this world. We're here to influence it and advance and take over and, and extend God's kingdom plans and purposes in a way that is spiritual, that people cannot see, but it's also manifested in a way that people can see. You got it? I'm trying to explain this the best way that I can. As believers, we got to think like Jesus thought, right? I mean, like th this was Jesus's mission and we're supposed to live as Jesus lived. We're supposed to represent kingdom influence and heaven on the earth. So just as an ambassador represents their homeland in a foreign country, and I explained that yesterday, we're supposed to represent the kingdom of God in a fallen world. So people should see something in us that they don't have. So people, the reason why people come to me all the time and say, Rick, can I talk to you for a minute? And, and they'll come in my office and close the door. Or if we're on a Zoom call, everybody's off. All right. It's just me and you, Rick. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? The reason why they come, why? Because they see something in me that they don't have. 
They have to see something in you that they don't. And I'm not talking about things, things just of this world. I'm talking about there's something spiritual. There's something that they can't explain. They'd be like, there's something on her. There's something on him. I don't know what is something that is a kingdom that is not of this world. We are living in a fallen world and we're supposed to show people what heaven is like. And so we're supposed to show people that my daddy, I have a kingdom that is not of this world, but it manifests itself in ways that I can't see in this world. So God gives me resources and insight and guidance and authority from the heavenly realm and it manifests in this world in ways that people can see. I'm carrying out the mandate. Put this in the chat. Say, I am carrying out the mandate. What is the mandate? The kingdom of God is advancing and it's advancing through me. So while the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom, it's supposed to manifest in the earthly domain. The reality of the kingdom God's kingdom is a kingdom that we cannot see and we cannot feel. However, it should manifest in our lives in ways that we can see and feel and experience. So in God's kingdom, we get to experience God's best. That means spiritually, physically, emotionally, relationally, financially, and otherwise. That's why in my book, Level Up Your Life, which is right there, uh, Level Up Your Life, I talk about growing. Physically, uh, being, you know, leveling up your life physically, spiritually, financially, internally, and externally in relationships, your mental state, all of that. Why? Because that's the reality of the kingdom of God. If you don't have the book, you should check it out. It's we are empowered to live in victory. Put in the chat, say victory is mine. Say, I live in victory. I live in victory now. Every in every area of my life, we're free from the bondage of sin and sickness and lack and selfishness. We have access to heavenly resources. We have access to heavenly wisdom. And we are equipped, enabled, and empowered to make a divine impact in this world. You and I, watch this, say this out loud. Say, I will leave a mark that will not easily be erased. While I'm on this planet, by the grace of God, I'm going to leave a mark on this world that will not easily be erased. Why? Because I am... I have a tangible impact because I am a citizen of the kingdom of God and I'm walking in God's reality on a daily basis and people come to me that are hurting. Why do they come to me that are hurting? Because they see something in me that they don't have. And, and then what happens? I release. As it is in heaven, so shall it be on the earth. On earth, as it is in heaven, that's my prayer. I release it to them. Why? Because I have something that is not of this world. The miracles of Jesus were not just a display of God's power. They were an invitation to experience the kingdom of God now. By extending heaven's realities through the miracles down here on the earth, Jesus was showing people that you can actually experience God's kingdom in this world, but it has to be done by faith. That's why everything God does for us, he does it by grace, but we tap into God's grace with our faith. So it is our faith that taps into God's grace so we can experience God's love and power and healing and then extend that to other people around us. Say this, say it comes to me and then it comes through me. It has to come to me and then it comes through me so that we can extend the love of God and the power of God to everyone around us. So what does this mean for you today? I've already given you a lot, but let me just give you seven quick things as I close. And I don't know if I'm gonna keep dealing with this again tomorrow, but this is something I need you to get. There's a connection between the kingdom of God and the miracles of Jesus. You got it? All right, seven things. Here's number one. Quick things. Here we go. Number one, Jesus came to the earth 
to extend the kingdom of God to this world. Adam had this assignment first and Adam failed, but Jesus succeeded where Adam failed. Jesus put heavenly realities on display with every miracle. So Jesus, what he was doing with the miracles was he was displaying heaven on the earth. Why is that important to you and I? Because we're supposed to live like Jesus lived and we're supposed to expect the same thing. Say same thing. All right, number two, like Adam and Jesus, we have an assignment to represent and extend heaven's influence on the earth. So while our kingdom is not of this world, while our kingdom is one that you cannot see in this world, our kingdom has the power to manifest itself in this world in ways that people can see. So as citizens of the kingdom of God, God expects us to use our faith to lay hold of God's grace. Why? So that we can see the manifestation of his glory in our lives. So I want you to, this is why I teach you so much about ridding your mind of all limits, limits, boundaries, because think about it. If you shift your paradigm to the mindset of God, if you really believe that you're in the kingdom now and the kingdom is in you, and if you really believe that up there, there's no lack, no sickness, no disease, no, no death, none of that up there, there, up there is no limits. Matter of fact, the streets are paved with gold, right? Everything. And you're living now down here, but you're supposed to represent up there, then man, that's going to change your mindset. It's going to change how you pray. It's going to change what you believe. It's going to change what you ask for. You're going to start asking for stuff that you never thought you would ever, like, I've never prayed on this level. Why? Because I used to pray based on me. Like, I used to pray down here, like, oh, God, I, I'm going into a meeting. Oh, can you help me with these people? And then you realize, man, I was praying like small stuff. Like, I didn't even realize how limited I was in my thinking and how much I was limiting God. Forget all these limits. Man, I'm from heaven. I'm from heaven now. And so, so I, my, I, I, I have a dual citizenship. I, I'm down here, but I'm from up there. And so now I, I need to pray like I'm from up there. I need to experience, come on now. I don't know who I'm talking to. Stop praying small, thinking small, believing small. Our kingdom is not of this world. Number three, as citizens of the kingdom of God, we are called to be both ambassadors and colonizers, both things. Woo, ambassadors and I taught this yesterday. Uh, so what is an ambassador? I'm supposed to represent Boom. I'm representing and I have influence. That's an ambassador. What does a colonizer do? I take territory. Glory to God. I'm advancing. So in one sense, I'm an ambassador. I'm representing and I'm influencing. In another sense, I'm a colonizer and the kingdom of God is advancing and it's advancing through me. And so I'm taking territory. I'm taking authority. God is elevating me. Now I have more influence. Now I can employ more people. Now I have more influence over more people. God is raising me up. Now I have a bigger department. Now I have a bigger voice. Now I'm going to be able to influence more people. Why? Because I'm, I'm a representative. That's the ambassador. But I'm also a colonizer. Now I can change systems. Now I can establish a, a new environment. Now I can establish a new culture. Now I can let people know that this is how we're going to do things from now on. Why? Because I'm also a colonizer. And I'm supposed to influence my sphere of influence for the kingdom. I'm supposed to let people know that's, that's not how we're going to do it from now on. Oh, well, Rick, we always did it that way. No, we ain't doing that no more. We're not going to be nasty to people. This ain't, We're not going to talk to people this way. This is how we're going to treat people. This is how we're going to do things. Why? 
Because I'm an influencer and I'm also a colonizer. I'm establishing kingdom principles in this world and I'm sliding the Bible. I'm, I'm actually talking to them about the Bible and they don't even know it. I'm not quoting chapter and verse, but I'm teaching biblical principles and I'm mentoring people and I'm showing people why. Because I'm an influencer and I'm also a colonizer. Come on, man. This is the reality of the kingdom. So the kingdom is now. Say amen to that. Number four. I feel like preaching now. I'm trying to contain myself. Number four. It is not God's will for us to just suffer down here. Like, 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 uh, it is not the will of God for me to just say, well, you know, down here, you know, the uh, you, uh, I'm just a pilgrim passing through and, you know, I'm just going to suffer down here. I'm sending up timber for my mansion in heaven because I'm never going to have nothing down here. That's not the will of God. It is not the will of God for you to just suffer down here. No, no. We are on this planet and we're supposed to experience God's best now. You can have days of heaven on the earth now. Say now. Say, I receive it now. Glory to God. Number five, our true home is heaven. Our true home is an eternal kingdom, but we can taste, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I get to taste of the goodness of God while I'm in the land of the living. Glory to God. I'm not going to wait to heaven to experience heaven. I get to taste of the goodness of God while I'm in the land of the living. How do I do it? I do it by faith. It is my faith and my obedience that lays hold of God's grace, and I get to experience it now. Say now. Number six, as heaven's ambassadors, we, you and I, you and I, look at me for a minute. I want you to know this. You and I, we get to bring, watch this, we are bringing hope and healing and transformation to a dark, dying, and decaying world. There are people out there that are hurting. There are people out there that want to kill themselves. There are people out there that are pulling their hair out. There are people out there, they don't know what to do. There are people out there that at the their marriage is at the brink of divorce. They're, they're, they're about to give up. They're, they're, and they need an answer. And you are the answer. Just like G if Jesus was here, he would go be the answer. He's not here. You're here. And so you got to go be the answer. So God is raising you up. You are light in the midst of darkness. You are hope in the midst of despair. You are love in the midst of selfishness. While other people are being nasty and selfish towards them, you're supposed to be the one that goes in there and changes, shows them the love of God, shows them the power of God, shows them the grace of God, shows them the wisdom of God. They come to you because you have something they don't have. You are an ambassador of the kingdom. Say amen to that. Man, I feel like preach. Number seven. Uh, uh, that's it. Last one for today. When we embrace the grace to live as the men and women that we're destined to be, our lives will be a testimony of heaven on earth. When people look at you, matter of fact, say this out loud. When people look at me, they get a glimpse of what heaven is like. See, see, that you're supposed to represent God's kingdom on this planet. And so, oh, actually I had eight things. So here's number eight. Jesus was the ultimate representative of the Father. He came down from heaven to extend heaven to the earth. So now his ministry was a, a ministry of the manifestation of the kingdom. But we're supposed to be just like that. 1 John 4 17 says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. So you and I, we're supposed to be a human conduit of the divine. We're conduits of heaven on the earth. So I'm praying, this is what I pray. I pray for our lives to be living testimonies of the reality of heaven on the earth. May our words and our deeds and our actions reflect the character and the love and the nature of God. That's why we studied the miracles. We studied the miracles. We looked at all this stuff. You got to rid your mind of all of the limits. There's nothing God can't do. And you are a, a kingdom citizen now. Not when you die and go to heaven. The kingdom 
is now. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, I felt like preaching today. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I declare that I am a citizen of your kingdom. I align my life with the principles of your kingdom and I submit to your rule. As a representative of your kingdom, I embrace the assignment that was given to Adam and fulfilled by Jesus. I am called to extend heaven's influence on this planet in intangible ways. So through faith, I tap into the supernatural power of the kingdom to release healing, love, and transformation to everyone around me by the authority given to me as an ambassador. I bring heaven's blessings into my life and into the lives of others. I'm determined to live a life that testifies of the realities of heaven. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. So my words, my actions, and my deeds reflect the nature of my king. I impact my family, my community, and my nature. And I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm having another one. Please apply it and prosper. This may be a message you need to listen to again, like yesterday's. Get this down in your heart. The kingdom is now. You are an ambassador and a colonizer. You're supposed to be as smooth as an ambassador, right? You know, representing, but as bold and courageous as a colonizer, taking authority and taking land and taking stuff. And we're supposed to do both. I love you. God loves you more. <laughs> this series on, on the miracles has been so good. I, pr I pray that you've been enjoying it. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.